Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die. Uh, Carlos is uh, currently on very important Is It League duty, and so uh, Winnegar will not be with us today. But thankfully, we have we have uh, we have Masood, and we have Katie May, and we have most of TK. TK, how are you holding together over there, Sub friend? <laughs> Yo, like, I'm gonna be honest. Is it's not great, buddy. <laughs> so when we, it when, looks we like, when we started it the looks call, like I told the most touching story. Yeah, it's right. So when good. we started the call, I was like, "Oh, what, what, what sad thing happened to you this morning?" And then you're like, "I'm, then, I'm really sick. I'm dying." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh. I didn't say all that. You're exaggerating. That's an exaggeration. Look, I'm gonna just be real with y'all. I get, I get sick like every like once every two years mm. and today i was like "Ooh, i feel a little cold coming on mm. what if i take dayquil but i've got like I'll, I'll buy medicine and i'll be like hey i'm not gonna use this whole thing um so i'm just keep it around um and so i'm not sure when i bought this dayquil <laughs> also it's not dayquil it's dayquil severe which I have never heard. I've never severe. heard of a medicine called that. Severe. Severe. <laughs> severe. <laughs> yeah, it's severe, as in it will severely knock you the fuck out. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna have me a little, I'm gonna have me a little trip. I'm gonna have <laughs> me a little. Are the, those are the, cha- <laughs> those are the channel rules. You're allowed to swear if you say it real quiet. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what I said. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I told the cast earlier, and that's mm-hmm. that I have sicked all my makeup off, so my mm-hmm. skin just looks pretty, pretty, pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's good makeup, I'm pretty Tim. good about this. Get, um, get sick, put your makeup on, and then just slowly yeah. wipe it off during the day. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, been... I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about... Um, me and Tack being in like the same mental <laughs> area. I, Less role playing, just real live living. I don't yeah. know if this is a thing for anyone else, but when I am playing a character, uh, like even if it's just an NPC, and I have to do an extended pretending to be drunk voice, I start mm-hmm. feeling drunk like mm-hmm. pretty quickly. I'm like, I cannot Yo. think straight. Like, mm. yeah, it's weird. When I have to be drunk as a character, I just start drinking. That's, that's Method acting. The Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty approach. Take it. Yeah. Take this advice from a functioning alcoholic. Um, <laughs> do not hey, children. Hey, you kids out there. Hey, all, all you young ones who tune into our show. I'm going to get heckin' fired. Please don't listen to me. Um, you know what, Masood? It's okay. We're playing a game about killing things in a campaign specifically about targeted assassination of one specific person. So it's. I think we're okay with a little bit of drinking. I think we can put that below (laughs) murder, which has happened Uh, several times. I've noticed that the chat has noticed some difference and stuff for me. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I did not take Eldritch Blast um, (laughs) because I was allowed to multi-class into Warlock, but... If you could see what I'm looking at right now, you would be able to see that my charisma is seven. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there are very few um, spells that I had access to, and they are spare the dying and dancing lights. <laughs> yeah, <Ooh. laughs> dancing lights. So, so many dancing lights. The bane, the bane of 
Hey. Lights, I get a little bit like, oh god. Uh, I would like to use my Eldritch jazz hands, mm-hmm. my spirit fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you see an enemy approach. I don't know. Eldritch. Hey. I don't know. Dancing. Dancing lights. lights I guess. Dancing well, lights. Just... Yeah. Dancing I always... lights is a spellcaster's last resort. Yeah. <laughs> At me. This is my when I when I finally cantrip or is it a first level spell? It's cantrip. Yeah, I was going to say Good. it better be a cantrip because it's pretty <laughs> it's bad. A cantrip. I did take two first level spells and someday I'll be able to use them. Like the next time we level up, I'll put some in charisma so I can actually use my spells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. um, and I took shield and wrathful smite. So I didn't take Eldritch Blast at nice. all. It just didn't mm-hmm. feel like a thing that TAC would do. TAC yeah. does not really not like ranged attacks. Can you, um, can you layer smites and sneak attacks you can right i think you can i think you can yeah and it's not just because i wanted no no i think because it's neither of them smite smite takes a bonus action to do or does it just happen as no it just happens as the result of an attack right right like it's a bonus to an attack yeah that's badass so if you if you if you You crit if you crit and you smite you have so many dice yeah, it's a bonus action. It's a casting mm. time is a bonus action. Yeah. Um, and then when you hit, so it's not it's not terribly dissimilar to um, any of the other smite. I forgot what you were saying. <laughs> I was so so. <laughs> Chat, chat will not have noticed this, but there was a moment we were ready for that because right before we went to the countdown, we were having a conversation and TK was mid-sentence and just stopped speaking. And the three of us just sat here for a minute, like looking at each other, like, is there more to this sentence or... So, so, so if during this episode, if that happens again, if TK is in the middle of a sentence uh, and then just trails off and no one says anything for a minute, that's okay. We're all right, chat. Uh, don't worry. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Can well, you talk to someone else, so please? Good. It does. I, I'm so listening. Look at me. Of course. Katie Mae, how are you doing? How are things? Actually, this I'm would so- be a great time if you nerds want to talk about the circle. I could go get you- I was just waiting. I was going to bring it up. We have to wait for Carlos to come back. So the unfortunate thing is like Carlos isn't here. So we have to wait until next week to do like a full debrief. The great news is that does give the two of you chuckles to go ahead and give that full series a listen. Yes, sir. I have more more important things to do with my life than start another TV show. I don't, I no, no, no. You aren't ranking this TV show high enough in your priorities. (laughs) Okay. Katie, Katie May, okay, right. up there. Normally, the normally Eat, I would lie circle. to you and tell you that I totally do it, but since I'm sick and in a very benevolent mood, I'm gonna tell you that saying that I was gonna watch it was gonna be a lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But TK, you you are sick. Like you can't. You first off, thank you for it's being here. Perfect. But you shouldn't be doing anything. Like you should be resting and relaxing. I got- I work from home, so it's nice. Actually, I do plan on taking an 11-hour nap after this, but, oh, crap, I got work. Anyway. Um, Here's the thing is if you take an 11-hour nap while the circle yes. is playing, it's kind of like you're doing it both. It will, it will through <laughs> osmosis, you'll have all the Yeah, knowledge. I was going to say, is there a method for me to just matrix the whole show into my brain and having seen it already or... Here's the thing, is Love Island just started, and I'm not asking you to watch Love Island. <laughs> I'm not asking you to stoop this low. I, no I think the circle is a reasonable request. Is is which what was the one what was the one where they had couples 
And then they split them up and they tried to make them have sex with other people. Oh. It was like infidelity. Temptation so Island. Temptation Island. Temptation That's Island. the <laughs> infidelity <laughs> peninsula. I think it was and they like brought out beautiful people that were just like, yeah. I found the tissue that I set down and lost. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, oh, congratulations. sorry. Please go back about your day. It was using it as a coaster. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is also a good use for it. Also great use. I'm muting um, myself. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. See, I feel like Katie and May, our asks are not unreasonable. We're not asking for Love Island, Temptation Island, or even 90 Day Fiance. None of, not, you <laughs> not know what even. I mean? Not even. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show not is less even. about finding the one or testing the limits on your love life and more so about what happens to complete strangers. I hope they're forced I, in a social isolation. I hope somebody just tuned in and they think you're talking about this show. That's oh, what yeah. I hope. Absolutely. <laughs> the show isn't about finding time. the one. It's about finding a one and just <laughs> dealing with the people that you're forced to be around. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Here's the thing. Secretly, the thing. we all have a massive crush on Jace Ballerin. That's the one we're looking <laughs> oh, for. No. We can't admit it yet, oh. but I'm just like, I'm letting you peer behind the curtain. <laughs> Adam secretly messaged us all yeah. right before we started and was like, hey, you're playing a secret character that's secretly in love with Jace. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's like, oh, this is my secret and burden to bear. Oh. <laughs> I'll secretly love Jace the whole time. That's and the secret. That's the secret reveal is that Jason, no, it would be. Jace Bellerin, in this case, is Scott Pilgrim, and you you are all Jace's evil mind-controlled exes, and you have to get your revenge together on Jace. That's also an option. Jace mm-hmm. was in our hearts all along. Wait, does Braska, does, does Braska actually Scott Pilgrim? Braska. If we're all, if Jace is like Ramona Flowers? Jace, oh no, Jace, Jace would be Scott Pilgrim. Braska oh, would yeah. be one of the many, one of the many uh, exes. I see. Because they dated during Jace's boat phase. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> they say the best days when you this buy a boat, so and the second day is best days when you sell it. Jace Bellerin. <laughs> That's on a magic card. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who oh, would buy a yacht and call it the SS Jace Bellerin. I hate you guys. <laughs> but you final, know what? He... Final the circle statement. Final yes. the circle statement. No, until I'm next leaving. Until next week. I want you to imagine a world that we've all watched the show. There's not been one thing where all of us are like, yes, all of us have absorbed this and we can all talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's usually me who's holding us back, but now it's you two okay. holding us back. I don't know if I'm <laughs> holding you back so much as like not doing it. You sound so shasted. You sound so I didn't have What's an it? end to the sentence and I <laughs> hoped it would come to me and it didn't. That's- that is not cough syrup. That's lean. I can tell right now. I said cough syrup. It's a pretty... I meant. Yeah, so cough if you want... syrup and alcohol. Yeah. If you want the full, if you want the full effect of today's episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die, go ahead and and tune in for the YouTube version or the podcast version and play it at about a quarter speed. Maybe maybe like a tenth speed if you really want the. The chopped and screwed version of this episode. <laughs> it's oh. set. Yeah. I don't know. I'm muting myself again. Goodbye. <laughs> no. Bye, TK. Goodbye, TK. Don't, don't leave me with them, TK. Uh, well, besides what? besides watching The Circle, have you done anything with your life in the last week, Katie Mae? What have you been doing? 
Anything fun? Do any shows? Uh, Play any role playing games? I. Oh, oh God. Spend some time oh, in God, Adobe Audition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yes. Editing, living, preparing. I was interested to hear, like, I've been maybe in, like, you know, the sort of market for a new show. I don't know if I want to, like, I don't think D and D is the system I want to watch. Maybe I want to watch a new system I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to get on a show that's like maybe like premiered really recently, like maybe <laughs> like this week. Uh-huh. Do you guys have any suggestions? Mm-hmm. Do you have any like? Thoughts? I don't know, Masood. Can you think of you think of anything that fits that? It's a you can you can jump on because it just started. Maybe Monday night at five p.m. Uh, maybe that's oh, mm-hmm. that's a good time. Maybe a great for time to have. I, maybe that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the issue is, I I'm busy at that time, so I, right, I don't really me too. know I'm also, what else is happening. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> so what Katie uh, May is so kindly uh, giving us the alley oop on is uh, that uh, yeah, Masood and I started uh, a new show. Not just me and Masood, though. That'd be fun. Adam and Masood play a role playing next campaign. Oh, we'll swap God, the, um, the same it. story. Oh no. <laughs> same oh, <character>. no. <laughs> So yeah, we're we're starting a uh, we're starting a new Zweihander campaign. Uh, we started it on Monday. Uh, it's gonna be Monday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific over on my channel, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Adam Coble. And we did character creation and world building. And yeah, it was really it was really fun. I had uh, uh, Daniel, the creator of the game, message me after and tell me how much he enjoyed the kind of communal world building stuff that we did. Uh, I thought that was super fun. Um, it was very enjoyable. It also, though, like, especially coming from an improv background, like, oh, having yeah. the, like, true collaboration on, like, okay, um, at least it's starting at ground zero. This is what the world's like. Also, I think because of the character creation model, like, it also allows for a lot of, like, fun back and forth and finding, like, I don't not only, like, humor that's present in there, um, but also just, like, stakes and, and mm. grounding it in... Um, a little bit of like relationship, which I enjoy. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I, I always like random random character generation too because of the like the way it triggers the pattern recognition part of your brain where you're just looking for things to fit together. You're like, here's a bunch of disparate objects, and your brain immediately wants to form them into a cogent thing. And mm-hmm. it's it's fun seeing that happen with a group of people where people be like, Oh, wait a second, I see a connection. Let's do this thing, and then like mm-hmm. yeah, build the world up around that. Speaking of which, we can already see one of them, the Yogers, uh, in chat, <laughs> which is also uh, one of our other players, Amber, uh, is present as well. So if she wants to chat away about like her experience, feel free to check out the chat on that. Yeah. Throwing you under the bus there, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then Amber just disappears from chat. I was like, never here. I'm just Rocketera has left this chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's fun. It's always cool getting to like I'm I'm in a, a position right now where I'm jamming Christ five games uh, a week for the time being, uh, and they're all different enough and they're at different enough points in their uh in their like lifespan that they all feel super different. And I've managed to like I think if they were all just like Forgotten Realms, Dungeons and Dragons, your adventurers, you go on an adventure. If they're all like that, I would probably lose my mind and have a hard time like mixing. But it's like I've got some brand new stuff. And I've got a game that's like 140 episodes in, and a bunch of stuff in between. I have this clusterfuck that I have to manage every week. So it's 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 good. It's it's a good time to be a dweeb. I'm really enjoying it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. If you come in on next Monday, you'll see us start episode one and get to meet. Uh, I haven't named him yet, but he's basically uh, Dark Fantasy Jeffrey from Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, and I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Good. 
<laughs> sounds like a good time. Uh-huh. I'm in full support. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be uh that should be pretty fun, I think. I'm looking forward to getting into it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh Katie, do you have any news? Do you have anything you want to talk about that is in the circle? Yeah. I appreciate uh, the the throw, but I'll give it back to you. Oh, I'll throw. Um, <laughs> if you're in Chicago, if you're Chicago, come to our my uh, Dungeons and Dragons and comedy variety show on Saturday. Oh, cool. Um, comedy and D. We raise money for charity. This time it's Girl Forward, and we are with the illustrious Matt Damon Improv. What you guys are doing with I'm MDI? So, yes. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, what time on Saturday are you guys? Uh, uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Okay. 8 I'm gonna be there. I, I know a lot of the yes. Hell yeah, they're so dope. They're so yes, Serena. Such wonder. So yes, Serena's a good I, yes. I I'm so terrified. <laughs> they basically they they come and they do a 25 minute set and then we intermission and then they play Dungeons and Dragons with me, which is the dream. Yeah. But it's like people. It's a, a lot of times it's like comedians who've never played before. And it's like so juicy to be like their first experience playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's also like a wild ride that I have to spend the whole week being like, okay, <laughs> all right. How how long is your playing Dungeons and Dragons portion? Like how long yeah. is that? How much time do you have? It's it's like an hour, realistically an hour and 15 minutes. Wow, that's so have, short. They have to have oh. characters already. Do you like design? Like I imagine all that they've got to come in with, right? That's the thing is like, I I like, I usually, they come 45 minutes before the show. I have simplified versions of 5e sheets. I'm like here, I usually give them like a really solid relationship. Like you're a family, you're a beach yeah. volleyball team was my last one. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I give them like a really solid relationship and then they sort of like name their characters and then we, mm-hmm. that's, and then they just jump in and that's, yeah. it's, it's so quick. It's so much fun. We're streaming it on twitch.tv slash comedy and um, I, I love doing this show. This is our fourth one. Mm-hmm. And we're really getting the format down. Hell yeah. It's a fun time. Cards is against Humanity Theater. Monthly show that you guys run? Is it? We're doing it like um, uh, four times a year. Whatever that yeah. word is. I've Quarterly. Yeah. Quarterly is exactly the word I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Um, <laughs> And then um, we, oh, it was announced and we can, I can finally say it that uh, uh, C2E2, if you're going to see Critical Role, I'll also be there. Yeah. <laughs> dice and everything nice. Hell yeah. Uh, they don't play Dungeons and Dragons at C2E2 and we actually play Dungeons and Dragons at C2E2. You so uh, put us in your schedule. Nice. I'm saying. Those are my things. That's fun. I, so I we- love, I love like those kinds of constraints as a GM, like it's, it's daunting having a, a short, anything shorter than two hours. I'm like, Oh boy. All right. We gotta, if we want to make it actually seem like Dungeons and Dragons, we're gonna have to do some work. We're gonna have to put some work I, in to make this work. One of my favorite things is like, I like, I love our podcast obviously, but one of the things that we did is we took it to a lot of like sketch shows, mm-hmm. like, like fest sketch festivals and like improv festivals. And so you, we would get like a 40 minute time slot and I'd be like, cool. How do I run Dungeons and Dragons in a forty-minute time slot? And I mm-hmm. fucking figured it out. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's the thing. Like as a as a DM, knowing how much to front load for a one shot and like what to bring to the table, and like it's a totally different skill set than just running the game as is. Right. Like you can be 
and, and in a lot of ways, I think that the more comfortable or used to running D&D as it stands and like as a long form thing, the harder it is to adapt to running it short. Like if you learn a more like flexible model for, for the game, it's much easier to go both directions. But like for me, it's been having to like refigure my brain to be able to be like, all right, we can play D&D for two hours. I can make that work. Sure. But it does. It does. It's a whole other skill set for sure. Yeah, it's like a completely, it's almost like a different game yeah. from Dungeons and Dragons. It's like D&D light, but also like there's a bigger freedom to it. So we mm-hmm. both has their pros and cons. Yeah, totally. Sure. Well, and it's it's like, you know, we, um, th- this comparison comes up a lot. Like this this show, we don't, I was trying to think the last time, because when, when TK was talking about casting spells and, and charisma bonuses and stuff, I was like, yeah, that'll be really useful in all those big set piece fights you get in <laughs> all the times <laughs> that we time? really engage the mechanisms. I think the last fight was the, the Racto circus fight with Bor, Borgor, Gorbor, uh, Gorbor, how I, I dare you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Borgor is a offensive uh, thing to uh, say in Minotaur, the but cousin we don't talk. To. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that was, I think that was it, right? It's like uh-huh. the game is a, f- a framework for resolving yeah. skill checks mostly these days, but every once in a while we get in a fight and we're like, Oh yeah, everybody's like yeah. ninth level, so we better figure out what all our abilities do that we haven't used yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like every time we get in a fight, I'm genuinely concerned for tax well-being. I'm like, mm, oh, sweetie, no, no, no. I wonder if we when, held when a scoreboard. Yeah, I was gonna say. First of all, Katie. I want to be nice to you, but I also want to say, eat my entire ass. Um, <laughs> second of all. Don't be mean to me. It's against the law. I'm sick. I do have shield now. Uh, can't use it because I have no spell slots because I have seven charisma. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it's tough because yeah. as the as the, the characters so the characters are leveling up. It's kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of like if you went over to your friend's house and they were playing Dark Souls and they were like near the end of the game and they were like. Yeah. Here, you take over. Just go ahead. Because the yeah. the hands-on part of the game with all the character mechanics, we've had them so infrequently that there'll be a fight and I'll be like, all right, here, here the fight. It's balanced for your level. And you're like, we haven't had a fight for four levels. I don't know what right. any of my stuff does. What are we going to yeah. do? Yeah. Which, you that, know, that's fine. That's uh-huh. said. I love that. No. <laughs> That's oh, no. it. The seven charisma was purposeful because there's no reason that Tak would be good at magic, regardless mm. of where they got it from right mm. now. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah, where are you getting your magic from? You want to hear it? How about you mind your own business? <laughs> well, Is I mean, the we can, transition. I would say we can start. Yeah, we can start there. Yeah, uh, where the hecky? Why the hecky would I tell you, Katie Man? Because <laughs> <laughs> you like me. Mm, do I or did you help drug me? <laughs> So this is this is where this is where we've arrived. That now TK is accusing other people of having poisoned them, um, which you know it's it that tracks. That does. I'm sorry, she did not. She did not do. I don't want anybody to think that she actively did it. I want people to know that she was an accessory after the fact. Right. We can start the she, we can start the rumor that TK was poisoned and that Katie May did it. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah we can we can let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for the dungeons. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah. 
let's let's talk about that. So you're you're taking you took a level of uh, you took a level of uh, warlock. Uh, sure did. In your in your advancement, which is great. I've literally used the maximum amount of space available on the overlay to describe both road and tech. Uh, I I appreciate that. Yeah. I think you're doing um my patrons work there. So <laughs> so hey. let's let's have let's have a scene about that. Like, do you? I want to see if this is something that that uh, Tech has been like working on for a while, or if it happens like suddenly. Um, you know, I want to I want to kind of get a handle on that. So I figure after the last time the group of you uh, got together and uh, you know we, we we laid out the conspiracy board, everybody kind of split off to go and do their own thing. Right, this is where Winnegar, uh leaves to go and investigate Project Lightning Bug, and we'll catch up with uh, with. Winnegar, when Carlos is back next episode, uh, for the three of you, you all have some some like business you can attend to. Let's start. Let's start with Tack though. So Tack, where do you where do you go? Are you still when we when we fade back in on this first scene? Are you still at the host in the shell? Have you gone elsewhere? Uh, where do we where do we see you and what are you doing? I think Tack stays at the host in the shell. Um, pretty much when they're not anywhere else like on a mission at this point because they don't want to go back underground they don't they they don't know whether or not they're going to end up back in jail so like the host in the shell is very familiar it feels safe so they do a lot of sulking in the karaoke room and like eating like how i wonder how many pizza rolls were left over did those get thrown (laughs) away if they didn't um, get thrown away, I'm gonna eat them. No, I imagine there's at least a, there's at least a few under the couch. Yeah, if there's some under, under the couch, yeah, one hundred percent. Eat so some maybe, like rock candy. So maybe tech, maybe we when we fade in, we can hear you, uh, you know, breathing heavily and and grunting, but we don't see you. And then we see the table kind of like jostle. And as the camera pans yeah. down, we see you underneath the table with one arm under the couch, reaching as hard as you can for a. a crusty pizza roll that's been like pushed to the back of the couch yes and when we we get a, a like a close-up shot underneath of your your hand and it's just out of reach and then we see the shadowy form uh, of your little spider friend crawl out of your sleeve crawl up around the pizza roll and then push it towards your hand uh which you then grab onto it and yank it out from under the uh under the couch and so you're now you're sitting on the floor uh, thanks you're sitting under the floor and uh your your little spider comes out from under the couch uh, having helped you uh, retrieve a pizza roll. Uh, yeah, I hope this is one of the multi-cheese ones. <laughs> yeah, and you throw like, you, you yeah. throw it in your mouth and you bite down on it and it's like chewing on a handful of rocks, which is yeah. exactly how you want it. I think definitely that like Tack would chew it first and then be like, mm, a lot of work and then just like swallow it whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, hmm. Front teeth don't do it. Back teeth don't do it. I ah, forget it, and then you just swallow it down yeah. the hatch. <laughs> yep. The indigestion makes me feel fuller. <laughs> so it's the it's the middle of the night. Like it's like two a.m. There's nobody around. Uh, it's just you and you and Atrex. Uh, what do you What do you get up to in the in the host in the shell in the middle of the night when nobody's around? What was I awake for? the the conspiracy board thread nonsense you were awake you were as awake as tech ever is like you you could be paying Yo. attention or not you have a you have a general memory of of a conversation involving it and if you focus on it you could probably remember the details but yeah well 
there's something that tells me that like the conspiracy board is still in the karaoke room mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like yarn yeah what <laughs> i don't know because I mean, it's nobody, like aside from yeah. aside from uh aside from gary who ostensibly is in on the conspiracy even though he may it's not true. actually know it's he is secret uh nobody comes into this room right it's got it's had the out of order sign on it long enough yeah. that there's a, a dust rectangle around it yeah, I'm so sorry. it's 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 pretty safe. And we we talked at the very beginning about the host in the shell. One of the things you chose for it is that as long as it's an operating business, your enemies don't know about it. Like you have to actively endanger it. Uh so you're you're pretty I, safe here and having something like the conspiracy board out in the open, uh at least in this context, nobody's going to notice it. Yeah, I think actually that does bring up a good point though is like do do Winnegar and Tor cuz if Winnegar and Torgor are acting anything like they used to, they have no problem leaving evidence like that out in the open. Do they <laughs> do they act in a way that's different? That's like no, we can't leave this conspiracy board cuz Rhodes like the only one who's ever cared about that shit. The before. thing the thing about the the thing about Hostmere is that they can they can create a new life for you. They can erase your old existence. Uh, they have a, an intelligence network spanning all of Ravnica, but they can't make you more competent. There's no magic that will just make you competent if you're already not that. You have to do yeah. that yourself. So I don't but know. I don't know if, if we, Torgor and, and yeah. Winnegar have suddenly become excellent secret agents. Torgor, are you are you acting any different? Would you would you be like, we can't leave this out? Someone might. Because if see there's it. one thing I know yeah. about Winnegar and Torgor, it's that they're always doing the most. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's accurate like you would turn down a churro if you walked by a stand okay no <laughs> come on but do you have to get every topping on that churro i don't tell you how to eat your pizza rolls you don't tell me how to eat my churro okay? you right you right you right you right you right <laughs> unfortunately uh, the bombing uh, of precinct three could have been prevented except that the azoria's agents all stopped to get churros on the way and well, tragic we day. Know how I like happened. how you imply that the Azorius agents are good at anything, including no, they're definitely... stopping bombings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, guess that's, okay, something, that's, something, that's something we can all agree on, that the Azorius mm-hmm. Senate suck and are bad at everything. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> not me. Not as of today. I'm a new... I'm a new <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, Legally road. We'll Uh, get to you in a second first day at work, Road. Uh (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm sorry. Please continue. I'm on a tangent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what I want out of this scene is is if you want to, uh, it can either be we we come in expecting something to be revealed. And then in the end, it's just like a risky business situation where we just get to see Tack running around in their underwear in an empty shop jamming cake of you to assume tack wears underwear i mean we've seen it you had a diaper for a while i think i think specifically to prevent that very thing from happening all of the cabinets and the the ingredient uh storage and all that they're like heavily locked down at night because there was a point at which tack ate all of the flour or like you know 100 or like you know what what tack probably did was like it was baking cocoa and you know whenever the kids eat baking cocoa on youtube they make that face tack made that face with every spoonful and yet (laughs) ate a whole bag of it yeah and yet um yeah i think tack spends most of the time just hanging out in the karaoke room kind of like wow yeah 
I guess this is a thing that I just do every day now. It's kind of like when you start a new job and you get six months into it and you're mm. like, oh, I have to do this every day. Yeah, this is my that's, life. That's where tack is right now, mm. where they're starting to get like really bored and they're just like throwing, they're throwing pastries on the ceiling from the floor, just like seeing how long the whipped cream sticks and that's where like i think that's where they get like an offer yeah okay and what is what does that look like so you're there you're you're doing all the it's so funny because tack like when i envision tack i envision them like almost like what we're seeing is like a who framed roger rabbit situation and everybody is a normal person but tack is a cartoon yeah. Like and and when I think of tech, tech is usually a combination of like Stitch and Bart Simpson, like oh, the, yeah. those two that kind of like oh, you yeah. just you just yeah. sitting there with like a party hat on and maybe some star shaped sunglasses and just throwing cupcakes <laughs> at the ceiling. That's like, exactly I'm so bored, but what a great time I'm having. <laughs> yeah, it's like anybody else would be like, "Wow, this is." strange and unusual and tax just like this tuesday i guess and yeah just yeah exactly sitting here waiting to go into work i guess yeah homeless no friends no mom <laughs> friends are all dying bye it's just like <laughs> and so what's the what's the moment that that breaks that that monotony does, does something change tack runs out of cupcakes <laughs> so you reach over and there's just a plate with maybe a couple of the little paper cupcake holders yeah. sitting on it i think i think tack runs out of cupcakes and yeah. like looks at this plate and it's like <laughs> this is like the the tbs drama moment where they like pick up this like silver platter and like hold it above their face and they can like see their face in it and they like <laughs> they just look lonely it's like very 80s like john hughes movie oh, right. and then they just like set it down and they're like <sighs> Not even the cupcake hucking makes me happy. <laughs> cupcake it's slowly, like, yeah. slowly peels off the ceiling and falls behind it you with like a thump. It just like splats. It's just like the saddest splat in the world. It's like, I even suck at huck cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like sitting there. It's just like bored, lonely, monotonous, mm-hmm. and feeling like altogether kind of helpless about like doing it Vraska didn't want their help yeah. uh the rest of the conspiracy clearly does fine without them and like once they gave that information everybody was like okay well we're gonna go on this new mission and they're just like oh, cool yeah and that's and that's here. the thing tack like you you know you you can sense that something has shifted right that that everybody that you you saw them and they were acting normal and they saw them again yeah. and now everybody's all serious and like focused and it's like you missed an important meeting that yeah. you probably wouldn't have wanted to go to anyway, but you 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 have the yeah. sense that like something has shifted, but you're not quite sure what. I mean, I was gonna say no, but the least they could do was invite me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big mood for sure. I don't want to go <laughs> or do anything, but please invite me to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's where tax like mind is at. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And so in this, in this moment, in the long, dark loneliness of night, uh, is that, is that when you are, uh, you are reached out to and how does that happen? Is this like tack trying to like, uh, instinctively trying to find a connection in the universe or, or is it this, this, uh, outer force think, recognizing that you need them? 
I think this is something that the patron has planned for a while, but that for tack has come come out of nowhere. And is it is it clear to you like who your patron is, or is it something more ephemeral? I think it's I think it's clear. I think they speak directly to tack. Okay, so what does that look like? Is it do they just like tap you on the leg like hey buddy? Yeah, I think they, <laughs> oh I think they it would be do. so disorienting. Like you'd be like, did I accidentally eat a bunch of acid or what? Because you're like <laughs> yeah. you're sitting here in the room and it's like it's quiet and there's cupcakes all over the ceiling and you're feeling kind of sad and then you just feel this tiny little like tap 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 on your knee and you look down and, and Atrax is like looking up at you little spider hands uh and then you hear you hear a, a voice uh in your in your mind uh and i don't i don't know like i don't generally envision that the this is a very direct connection between a warlock mm-hmm. and uh, and their patron so is uh, is atrox able to communicate to you like with words or is it more like feelings or like how does that how does that interaction go for for tech i i have always envisioned atrox as First of all, female, um, and second of oh, okay. all, like very, very matronly, like a very like, mm, like a disappointed aunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh. so I, oh. I, I think I think she does use, uh, not words, but like similar connection to it to how we communicate with the how golgari communicate with their insects to begin with oh sure yeah um to start out and then when tax like leave me alone that's when she uses words yeah 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 so i think that's the thing is that that atrax she um yeah like you you were able to read only like the most limited intent because again she's a a spider right so you're mm-hmm. you know you're because you're a Golgari you're able to kind of like get a, a figure. you can tell when she's hungry or annoyed or like basic mm-hmm. stuff but there's something different about this there's an intentionality that suddenly you understand Atrax's desires and right right now I think Atrax if she could she give you a little slap in the face like hey get it together right you're feeling this like judgy kind of like listen you have a whole world out there of chaos to get into you can go and cause trouble if you were bored, go make your own fun. Go play outside, kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Matrix right? was like. Yeah, like it's like we got a whole you got a whole street out there. There's fire hydrants and and broken glass and like you know building material you could go play in. There's some toxic waste down the street you could go take a bath in. Like, come on, you can do it. Um, but it's also there is this undercurrent of like, hey, I know that you're scared. I know that you feel like alone. But like you're not, right? I've always been with you. I'm here. Oh. Don't forget. But also no. like get out there. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's it's this, yeah, it's this combination of admonishment, but it's gentle and and there is this implied underneath this like, don't be scared. Like you're you're not you're not alone, no matter what else is going on. We'll we'll get you through this. Oh, yeah. I think first of all. Tack eats the cupcake off the floor. Um, and then like we'll slowly <laughs> oh, like oh. pick up pick up Atrice, be like, You're right. <laughs> and like bloop in their hair and ready mm-hmm. to go out and set something on fire. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And you get up and start walking out the uh the door when Atrex is like, pants, pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay, so we see you. Yeah, we see you getting. You're about to leave. We get a shot of uh, of uh, of Tack sort of in silhouette, and then yeah, you just hear like, 
You gotta put pants on if you're going outside, Dad. Come on. And you turn around and go back inside to change. So uh while all that's going on, or I guess we can we can kind of elide the the evening. Um Road, do you wanna do you wanna get caught up on on your first your first day at, <laughs> at work? Should we see what that oh, looks I'd like? I'd love to. I'd love nothing more. It's All right. So good. So you would have received from uh from your uh from your your guild uh you would have been given. I guess technically they would have set you up with like a a full new identity. So you have you have a new uh, a new apartment uh, in precinct two somewhere. It's not you know fancy, but it exists. Uh, they've also already decorated your apartment and they have filled it with objects that would please and amuse the person that we are trying to pretend that you are. So, Road, right. what is what does your new apartment look like? Let's get some uh, environmental oh. character building going. What oh, what yes. is the what does House Demir build your your apartment to look like? And do you have a small dog? <laughs> What a leading question. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you you can say probably not because they knew I wouldn't take care of it, but. <laughs> well, the, maybe it's a test. Fuck, this dog can hear everything. Well, right. Um, I was going to say, so what, what would happen? Um, because it's House Demir, if you did have a dog, the dog would have been brainwashed to believe, to have imagined, like the dog would have a whole life history built into its brain and it would already love you because you'd open the door and it would come running up and be like, oh, thank goodness you're home because the Demir would have programmed it to love you. <laughs> Why is the Demir, the Demir like, we are so good at dog mind magic. You know, you know that there is idea. somebody, there is somebody in House Demir whose job it is, they are a, uh, life narrative crafter and it's their job to literally make up characters so they can insert agents into that role. Like their their job is like, all right, so what would this person's house look like? Would they have a pet? Like they know and care more about your new life than you do because they invented it. So someone through maybe through the eyes of a brainwashed Chihuahua is just watching you like, does she like it? Is she is she enjoying her new life? <laughs> like to imagine that like this narrative crafter was like building someone else's whole new identity, like from the ground up. And then like two hours ago was like, ah, we have to steal this because someone else fucked up. <laughs> and their narrative just got ripped. Yeah, from they're like, no, I built this for second. that person. Yeah, I like I like the idea of them being like a really fussy, like kind of like uh, like a tailor or like a fashion designer. Like their their whole thing is like yes. making this intimate perfect little diorama like inventing people and creating all these little details with their life and then yeah being told like actually we need this one for road and they're like no i made it perfect like well you're gonna have to make it fit so they're called the doll makers and it's terrifying that's a thing uh, now i'm writing it down oh god <laughs> so good Oh my gosh. So yeah, I don't know if anyone, I, I know that the land of overlap between musical theater and Dungeons and Dragons is so incredibly vast, <laughs> but um, Legally Blonde the musical is the theme that I think we're going with here. <laughs> Not the movie. Not the movie. I can't make this clear enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the musical is so good though. It was so good though. Which song? The musical's great listen to it 
well, I mean, that's that's so another that's another thing that, that House Demir because yes. that's the thing about House Demir too is that because their mind may just they could theoretically make you think that your life is a musical and you're singing all the time and you're hearing music. That's a very special form of punishment they only use on their most hated enemies. They trap you in a musical that's... of your own design. <laughs> Oh, but what, if, but what if it's no, what if it's take it like a man, though? That's a good song. <laughs> oh, take it like a man. Take also it like a, good. A good song. Also uh, uh, no, so much better is the current theme right now. Okay. So Fair. I, we're, it's Rhodes nightmare apartment is I think. What it has to be. <laughs> Does it have love, have, live, laugh, love on the wall in like yes, a stencil? Uh, Does it have pillows, pillows that say, is it wine o'clock yet? Um, oh my God. I, live, I, laugh, Lathander. Like, I think Rode walked in and turned the lights on. And there was one of those neon signs that said hashtag girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Perfect. No. Good. Do you have a chair in the sitting room that's shaped like a shoe, like a high heeled shoe, with like oh, the leopard print it's like, inset? It's, like a, it's one of those leopard shoe wine holders. <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a coffee table that's shaped like the lipstick lips. Oh yes, girl. Oh, man, I refuse to take part, but. In, in a world where I really hated myself, they would have been like, okay, so here's what level Mary Kay you are. And <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the three multi-level marketing. So you you open yeah. the door, Road, you open the door to this apartment and we get that kind of like, um, there's a name for it in cinematography, but I can't remember what it is, but the, the Hitchcock, like the camera pulls back while it's zooming in. So oh, like yeah. the apartment falls away from you. We just close in on your face. Uh, and uh, yeah, and we see this, this beautiful... Like everything in it is like powder blue uh, apartment with, oh, God. yeah, yes. with a big stencil on one wall and like a kitchen with all this like nice equipment that has clearly never been used to make anything. You've walked oh. into somebody's like Instagram a inspiration post. Great. Yeah. 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 Uh, it looks and, like a bachelorette suite. Yeah. And, Orange and uh, turquoise. It probably, I think it has like, it's a, um, it's like a studio, a studio apartment because that is what would befit an, uh, an upcoming member of the Azoria Senate. But it does have one of those little like bullshit, not quite balconies where you could stand on it, but you can't sit or like if you can't fit furniture or barbecue out there. Right. It's just this little outcoming. But if you stand there, if you walk out, you're in a, a big apartment building. You can see the view is pretty good. You can see. Some of the smaller buildings are precinct too, but but vast in your uh, in your field of view are the triple spires of New Prov and the big glowing ring, which I'm sure has a name, the big announcement ring. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you you look out and you you can see you're reminded of the edifice of law uh, at all times, which for somebody who would be excited about living in this apartment would be very reassuring. For you though, it's a bit ominous. It's got a little bit of a eerie vibe to it. I think I think yeah I think Rhodes and she's like I hate this I hate this I hate this like panicking as she looks around the apartment but then she's like this is I have to absorb this like yeah. I have to become this <laughs> and so I think I think the becoming it is the ritual of like opening the closet for the first time mm -hmm. and seeing all the suits that are in there yes yeah, so many so many power suits big big shoulder pads oh no power suits oh yeah <laughs> oh, no. yeah yeah oh, no. yeah yeah oh. and you would have you'd have oh. 
so the the required uh, there would be there would be a there'd be a set of like regular clothes that all fit the doll makers aesthetic that they chose for this person this version of you and then um there would be like uh, an official like a uniform so you wouldn't wear this to work but it's essentially like a dress uniform so if you are acting uh, in a okay. in a court case, like if you're in court, you would have to wear you'd wear that. It'd be like your judicial robes. You're not a lawyer. You're like a legal aide, basically. Um, but you still have one. You would have a right. um, you'd have a a badge, Red Nazori's badge, with like a falsified number. Um, and uh, and then just like some casual uh, casual wear. I wonder if it's ever mm. sunny enough in Ravnica that people would go to the beach. And if so, where are the beaches in Ravnica? There, mu- there must be some somewhere. They'd be artificial, I guess. But I just can't imagine it gets ooh, that like bright out. Ar- ooh, artificial beaches. They'd have to because there's no coastline because well, there's no in- oceans. The oceans are all under underground, right? So yeah. I did a little research on this when I was trying to understand whether or not Ravnica was flat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, right? Is it? And I, I didn't get to it, but people assume it is. I think, uh, yeah. But like the Simic apparently have like that, like they have access to like man-made oceans or just like yeah. self-contained oceans. So mm-hmm. I think you'd have to go to like a Simic beach to go like enjoy like, and then deal with like jellyfish sharks <laughs> that are like in the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Like because all the all the big bodies of water are in caves underground. They're in the under right. the zonots. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're and and again, like it's just not that sunny. So it would be the closest thing would be like you'd be in an underground beach in a cave, and then there'd be an artificial sun that I guess this, the the yep. simic would make a big, a big glowing orb above you. But yeah, because it's like it's rainy basically all the time in uh, in Ravnica. I like to believe that storm. like the mm-hmm. Selesnians probably have beaches or something because they do celebrate nature, and nature comes in more than just forests city park <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know if they really out. revere nature hear me out self-contained water park oh definitely yeah the is it mm-hmm. have Heck yeah yeah if you want to go to a water park with like slides and and tide like tide pools and stuff oh yeah the is it definitely have those um but mostly those slides are built okay. to maximize human velocity Rather than fun, fun isn't really like a thing that you can engineer, but speed you can engineer that for sure. So, yeah, if you ever want to break both your legs, it's a great place to do it. I'm just That's sending all these. worked over the summers as a child. I'm sending pictures of all these powder blue studios to you guys on Slack. Oh no! No, Excellent. you're welcome. Actually, a couple of them look pretty good, and that's probably because I'm an old man now, and I'm like, oh, I could. I could Airbnb that. That's not. <laughs> could yes. I live there twenty four seven? And that's that's the aesthetic, right? Is like you you have just moved in to the promotional photographs for a very expensive studio Airbnb. Um, oh, a powder blue yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Done. Sending that to you. So in one of the pictures, there's just like a a, a staggered array of just like different lipstick prints on the wall, and that's now. <laughs> my brain that's burned in my brain forever so, so forever there you go when you when you open when you open your your identity package because there would be a sitting on the counter there would be a full like a, a paper package that when you open it would contain your your official papers like your passport or whatever your your personal Dossier. documents yeah just all, all the stuff that you need to be a person right so 
you'd have your documents, you'd have, uh, and this is weird, um, you find a, uh, a certification of graduate, like graduation from the academy you dropped out of, right? It has your name on it, and it has, like, the date you would have graduated from, essentially, like, Senate Academy, and you know you never did that, but it's very eerie looking at it, and, and there is a, uh, like, um, whatever Ravnican photograph, like a daguerreotype or something, and it's of, like, you and your parents and your sister, and everybody looks so proud, and it's on graduation day. This never happened. Like, there is a photograph that looks like this, but you're not in it. Uh, you've seen no. it. You've probably seen it on Triska's desk. What's going to be the real mindfuck is when you get to see Triska again, and she has the picture on her desk, but it's different. It's got you in it now. Um, oh, no. And I, I don't know. Like, this, this to me feels like maybe the first time that Rode is coming face-to-face -face with the true power of House Demir, right? The ability to literally rewrite an entire person's history from the ground up and everybody that touched that history getting rewritten as well. Yeah, it's a really easy way to not feel real anymore. Right? Like, yeah, because nothing you did mattered because they just rewrote it. Like, Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, no. It's, it's, this is the, like the, the, the in the dollhouse feeling is very real. This is the most depressing character development I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody, someone in chat, and this is not going so good for our girl. Someone in chat pointed out the, the analogy between, and this is great timing because I just rewatched it, between the mom and Hereditary and like the doll makers of House Demir. So, like, I imagine somewhere in a weird, you know, Demir safe house, there's somebody with like a jeweler's loop on and an apron with a bunch of tools in it. And we can see Rhodes' apartment. And they, with tweezers, they pick up a little plastic doll version of Rhodes and like, put you in the apartment and like rub their hands together like oh i hope she likes it <laughs> yeah very strange <laughs> so you know you have and I, and i guess in the in the package there would be like your your itinerary right like here's what you normally do this is your normal schedule try to stick to it as best you can and so it shows you like in the fridge, there is half a cantaloupe. You had half the other half of it for breakfast oh, yesterday. No. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, a thing of cottage cheese, and there's like this is what your diet is now because this is what this kind of person would eat. It shows uh, it says when you were supposed to be at work, but also indicates that you're always at least twenty minutes early. Um, it shows you the route that you normally walk to get to and from work, uh, and and like I said, like you're being you're being injected into a life that. If it's successful, it should feel like it already existed before you inhabited it, right? Like, it's like, these are your habits already. You are already doing these things. And in fact, the way your instructions are presented, it's not do this so you fit in. It's you already do this. This is already true. We're just reminding you. Yeah. I think I think what, like, the first thing that Rode does is she takes some of the picture frames that had those dumb lip stick prints in them and she takes them down and she opens them up and she replaces them with the graduation certificate and the photo of her family mm -hmm. and she hangs them up yeah i think that's the first thing she does because i think where she needs to be right now is i think she's just constantly being like i want this yeah, I think it's just well, and yourself. so so I think the the last the last thing that you're you're presented into on top of the briefing and your um you know and your your new your papers in addition to your whole new life, uh, there is a a glass bottle with a cork in it, uh, and inside 
there are uh there's a handful of little blue pills uh and in the uh in the instructions uh, which you know once you're done reading will evaporate because you can't have incriminating documents sitting around. Uh, at the end of it, uh, it says, we've provided something to ease the transition. One a day in the morning when you get up. And then don't miss one, and it has an underline. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is, oh no. I imagine she's leaning in. She's doing yoga while studying. The <laughs> right, so you're leaning against the counter while you're sticking one leg out behind you, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta uh, get your yoga in where you can. Well, because I imagine every day after work she has to go to yoga now, or like a core power. There like. is definitely, yeah, there is definitely like a Selesnian because you know yoga is a Selesnian thing. Uh, mm -hmm. There is definitely a Selesnian yoga studio that you like going to. You tried Pilates for a while, but it was too impersonal. And so you switched to yoga. So you could really, you know, connect with other people. The uh, Orzov right. soul cycle just actually requires yes, I was legit. real souls while you were pedals. <laughs> yes, Masood, I was legit about to say soul cycle. Because I'm just imagining oh, no. Road with her little, her bob. And she's just like... And there's a, there's a soul spinning in the Why wheel. Why is this bicycle screaming? <laughs> <laughs> I feel, and yeah, there's like I mean, a froyo place like right next door. Yes. God, the an Orzhov an Orzhov gym would be the worst place to visit. <laughs> like, how oh, ridiculous no. would it be if Road like had to go to this yoga place and then she goes to the froyo place and the person's like, "Don't worry, I already have your favorite order." And it's like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, they've they've exactly they've they've programmed the course of your life and they have affected the people on that oh. course. Man. But the thing is, you'll never know whether it's somebody if you go into the yogurt shop and they're like oh blueberry for road like nice to see you again you'll never know if this person is just a poor sucker who got mind wiped or a secret agent of house demir who's like here's your secret yogurt agent. wink <laughs> wink yeah. road lifts up the dossier and underneath it is a book that's like her book club's book but she's somehow <laughs> read it already <laughs> she's like how do i know the well it would yeah not book? only not only would it tell you the book but it would tell you your opinions about it right yeah. you would be like this oh, is what no. you just finished reading yeah. this this is what you thought you took notes and they're all in actually your handwriting they've got like little sticky tabs beside them yeah oh my god it's just completely written in my handwriting in the margin Hence, oh i got the shit right and so you are out. you're getting you're getting this this feeling and this is a normal feeling this is part of your briefing right and you remember it from before you went into your fake simic life where they were like you're you're it's natural for the ego to resist complete redesign right it's it's natural for you to feel a sense of unease of paranoia of of existential nausea that's what the pills are for right the pills will lower your your ego's resistance to being redesigned so if you if you take your medicine and you practice your new life you'll be okay by the end of a couple of weeks you'll just you just flow right into and I, I love, and Chad, Ch this is a great idea. On the counter, the book, of course it is, because this is the kind of book club they put you in. It's some kind of like semi-erotic Orzhov novel uh, about this this girl. She's she's guildless, and she meets this hot Orzhov guy, and then they fall in love, but he you know he's a vampire, and he really likes a particular kind of romantic engagement, and then she's like, I don't know, and they fall in love. It's a whole thing. But apparently... 
You don't understand, your opinion of the book was you don't understand what the fuss was all about. You think it's a very touching romance. Um, 50 so. Shades of Black and White Nana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called 50 Shades of Little Starburst, Little Skull in a Circle. <laughs> Uh, yep. I think the one thing that Rhodes' ego holds on to, yeah. and I think it's the one thing that like keeps Rhodes intact, that doesn't completely just like whisk her away to sea, is I think that she's like got her sights set on Dovin. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, well, if you thought that you could do that, I'll, I'll find a way to kill you. <laughs> And yeah. I think that's like the the one the one thought that is her own. I think that, that it wasn't given to her. That's the one thought that she that she thinks at least <laughs> is hers and was her idea and gets to be her own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How so how has and this is this is a question I'm I'm curious, but maybe maybe you don't know the answer. Um, but how how has Rode managed to to like what is it that that lets you feel like you're still a person, right? How have you how have you held on and not like gone through a memory collapse or or an ego collapse because of this? Like this this stuff, it, it takes a lot to do this, especially twice. Um, what what is it? Is it like a sense of of like anger? Is it self assuredness? Like what is it that keeps that that thing central to to Rhodes' personality, right? Because in this case, it's it sounds like it's like revenge or or rage or like what what is the predominant thing that keeps road kind of afloat this i think the answer is like i don't think she has it right now i don't mm. i think she's sort of grasping for it and that's like the easiest thing that her mind sticks to is yeah. i think that if she wanders off course even a little bit this is gonna fall apart like winnegar and torgor were not as nice to road as road thought that they would be upon joining the demir like Rode views it as like this gift and yeah. that they were like a little bit sour about it. She was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, this is, this is the best gift. This is a blessing that you have that you can. Yeah. You get to be part like, of the secret club. I think Rode at all times and has been willing to sacrifice a lot for knowledge or power. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, she just views this as like this is this is the price you pay it's only gonna get worse yeah 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 it's it's interesting right because i wonder about that on a larger scale with house demir like in general like because it's easy to imagine like oh yeah these characters are all super secret spies and they do cool spy stuff all the time but it's like most of a person's life is not taken up with doing like death defying secret agent work it's pretending like it's building the the identity being a spy is like really boring most of the time and it does take yeah. a toll on you pretending to be someone else because you build like you you have just been handed an artisanally crafted life including like you have new friends that you you've personally never met people that have been mm -hmm. programmed to like care about you uh, you're going to go to the office and people are going to be like, hey, Road, nice to see you. And you're going to be like, cool, Karen. Yeah, what's up, Karen? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a lot. And it's cool that Road is still sort of but searching for ways, that like figure out how to do that. In some ways, it's easier because I know that those people will like me and the people that I've been hanging out with 
for the past few months of like who yeah. we've gotten closest to like actually understanding me don't like me at all yeah, it's like it's so. like total recall like if you don't like if you don't like your life and your memories house Tamir will just make a new one for you and then just manipulate everyone yeah. around you into thinking this was always your life that is distressing so you you have you have like, a little bit of time this is the easy part for Rose. yeah i was gonna say so you have a little bit of time to to kind of undergo the the you can read you read the dossier you you commit it to memory these are the things that you've been trained for you you put on the identity both metaphorically and literally uh and road uh heads out to uh heads out to work now you work in one of the kind of like legal uh the senate blocks of uh of new prov and uh you you know by way of the information that's given to you you know where to go you know that you you always walk to work because you know it's it's good for you um and i stop and i grab coffee for the people i'm friends with i know their orders they're committed to memory nice (laughs) yeah and the person you get the coffee from recognizes you and like you have this this morning where it would be it would be very surreal, but if this were the beginning of the episode, no one would be able to tell that Road was doing anything weird. The soundtrack is appropriate to Road's new life. It's it's raining, but you got a cheerful umbrella to keep the rain off your shoulders. And uh yeah, and you you walk in, you walk into work in your power suit, uh, and you take a look around the halls of power of Ravnica and you feel deep inside that you belong here. That this place is this is this is it. This is where you're gonna really make a difference. And I imagine that unless you seek her out, you won't run into your sister. She she comes and goes from from New Prov, but I think for the most part, you have been designed not to run into her because she's she would be what House Demir would consider uh, a continuity risk, in the sense that she has mm-hmm. she has a very very deeply ingrained idea of how reality is and they've adjusted that on her but because it's so ingrained that she she'll be under surveillance for a while and probably get reprogrammed a few times she's going to be kidnapped and forgotten about it several times this week just to adjust the dial a little uh and if you run into her it's you've been instructed to avoid her because you are going to be a major trigger for that uh and the longer you wait the more the easier that will be for both of you um, but for now, I think you, you manage, they've built it so that you will avoid her, uh, unless you actively seek her out. Um, I think Rhoda is more than happy to avoid that one. Yeah. I think that she's not looking forward to the time that the Demir is like, Hey, uh, now get close to her and use her for information. Now, now you have the clear to do that. Now in this, in this situation, you have been, um, you've been put in a, a specific job such that you get access to, to certain things. So what. Like, what is it that, that the House Demir has done? Like, where, what part of the legal apparatus do you function within, right? Is it is it the same column that Dovin Ban is in, so that you might have access to him eventually? Is it like some other part of the of the law? Like, where where have you been? Where have you been inserted into this this apparatus? Yeah, you can I, do. I think it's some sort of like legislative branch, mm-hmm. like less so like lawyers, like getting down with the people, you know, so, but more like, oh yes, the ivory tower upon which we oh, sit. Oh, the like high level. Everyone else. Sure. Like where the, where the sort of philosophy of law is discussed. Yeah. So there's, there's yes. three, there's three columns uh, in the Ravnican legal system. There are three columns. Uh, so. Good. I have. <laughs> 
I'll take no I'll pull up my textbook now. I mean, um, I can I can just I can just share it with you, right? So, um Oh, so, it's a textbook. It's nice. So the, the Azorius, uh, there's three. There's the Sova column, which is judges and the legal apparatus surrounding them. So legal aides, pages, librarians, experts on precedent, advocates for the the accused, judges and prosecutors. Uh, the Jelen column writes and enacts the laws. Uh, so these are researchers, lobbyists, clerks. You you They would dig into the legalese and like create the actual law. And then the Liev column is... Uh, arresters, investigators, officers, law mages, and then also now, because of Dovin Ban, a massive burst in interest and funding for the surveillance and precognition departments of the of the Liev column. Um, so it sounds to me like, based on what you were describing, Jelen column is probably where you get placed. Um, but if you I want access, so. if you want access to Dovin Ban, the Liev column. But Liev is also where your sister works, uh, and where uh, our uh, our old friend, our old friend Ironclad, used to work. And since right. since Ironclad's uh, since Ironclad's assassination wasn't Demir, it wasn't a Demir job. They haven't. They there's no reason for them to paste over it. So in a couple of days, someone in the Liev column is going to be like, "I haven't seen Ironclad in a few days. We should probably check up on him." And they're gonna go and find out like he's he's gone missing, right? That's okay. I gave his body to the Demir, so at least we have that much going for us. Yeah, actually, um, it would probably happen pretty damn quick because his wife would be like, "Where the hell's my husband?" <laughs> he never came to bed. I yeah, just heard though, his voice. Though because they are coming from the room, because they are. Um, they're not estranged. But they don't exactly have a very close relationship. You probably do have a little right. while. Like she'll probably be like. Nah, he's probably he probably went back to the office. He's probably sleeping in the office. You know, I'll give him a little bit, and so you you'll have like a day or so no. before things are getting chaotic there. Do you have a question to bring up? Maybe a uh, a choice on our part, a strong choice. Did mm-hmm. we leave the ransom note around? Yeah, I I remember we talked about the ransom note, uh, but I cannot remember whether you actually wrote it and left it there or whether it was just like he disappeared. I guess we can, we can, I'll make a note because I believe the ransom note was Winnegar's plan. So we can, we can wait and ask Carlos about that. Yes. Did you leave? Because I think we might have done that, in which case it speeds up the timeline. Yes, it does. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. But you know what? All Um, all of that, all of that is like the, when you, so when you walk into the the office, yeah, sorry, which one did you, which one did you decide? Where do you, where do you work? I think. Road is in the very like new personality. Someone who'd be like, "Oh, you have to face your fears head on if you ever wish to conquer them." I'm lawful good now. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the thing I'm most afraid of, and I'm gonna pick the Leah. Okay, I think is Rode. It's just gonna be like, okay, face my fears. Excellent. Okay, so you've been put you've been put in a job where uh you're um you're like a liaison between uh arresters and um the like surveillance and precognition uh parts of the apparatus so precog or the ornithopter network will process information and they will flag things that might be uh, of a of concern and they'll pass that information through essentially like an intelligence filter of which you are a part 
So you basically, you get a lot of paperwork that comes across your desk and you have to, as part of the larger apparatus, you have to decide, like you're going to help decide what to pass on to the investigators to go and investigate. Right. So some of it is gibberish, right? Because precognition just sometimes is like that. Um, But other times you'll find something you're like, oh, this seems like it could be a legitimate issue. Uh, Go check it out. Right. So you, you essentially work at the NSA in information processing. Um, so because of cool. your, your detail oriented uh, approach, you've been placed into the Liev column in this, this particular role. Um, also the Demir wanted to place you here so that if anything comes up uh, anything comes across your desk, that looks like it might be of interest to the house of Demir. Uh, you can, you can yeah. file it away. Also, if surveillance notices something and you're, you're looking at it and you're like, Hmm, this looks like a house Demir operation. I'm going to just go ahead and throw that in the slush pile. We don't need to worry about that one. Obviously, it's a it's an error. Exactly right? it. Yeah, my cubicle is horrifying. Can I say that? Oh my, yeah, my, my <laughs> your home away from home. It's 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 so bad. It's got one of those fake windows where it looks like you can see the outside on it. It's uh, it's bad. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, and you you've got like a little like um one of those like vaporizers or whatever. That's that. What is your what is your cubicle smell like? What, what is the, is it like a lavender? Diffuser. Yeah, you got a diffuser, a diffuser in your cubicle. Yeah, it's it's absolutely lavender. Yeah, it's so lavender. Okay, cool. Oh no, <laughs> I'm looking at my diffuser now, and uh, it's a self roast. <laughs> I sent you a picture I, in chat. <laughs> yeah, I I've hope got you got like lavender, it. Lavender, lavender. I've got a peace and calming one. Maybe we can do that. It's I, it's the sense called peace and calming. That's nice. what we're gonna go. Okay, with. good. So yeah, you you come in. Obviously, there's already some some stuff waiting for you to take a look at it. Uh, you have your you have your little cubicle. You got your desk. You have uh, your your workspace, and there's pneumatic tubes everywhere. Everyone has tubes because that's how we communicate. Because there's no computer system. So there is an is it series of glass tubes that run all throughout Nuprov. And you've got an in tube and an out tube and, and stuff comes into you from precog or from surveillance. You examine it, you label it, you put it in the in the outgoing and it gets zoomed away to other things. Everything that's going on right now is uh, in preparation for. And I think somebody has installed one of those. There's like a big like um, one of those bulb clocks with is like it's like ticking down uh, to oh, the guild summit. Uh, everybody is, that's like everyone's main top priority is ensuring security and, uh, safety for the, for the guild summit, uh, that is, that is happening. Uh, and that is happening tonight. It's happening, you know, 12 hours from now, all of the, uh, all of the guild, uh, leaders are going to, uh, come to new prov and they are going to meet and they're going to discuss, uh, what, what is to be done. Niv Mazet has a plan and wants to talk to everybody. So everybody has agreed either, gently or or through coercion uh and so everyone's job now is just make sure that nothing bad happens during the guild summit or to the people who are coming because this is a big deal this is what the azaria senate you know is for we're here to protect the people of ravnica and that's yeah and that's specific now tack you know something bad is going to happen uh you you heard it straight from the gorgon's mouth um, uh, kind of feels like not my business, but I'm definitely going to be there to watch. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I would love to sneak in and check that out. Um, yeah. So road, you, uh, is there anything that you, do you spend your day just kind of like getting acquainted with your new life or 
Do you have any uh, first day house Demir secret conspiracy business that you would like to uh, that you would like to tend to? No, I think like for the first week, like even if she comes across something on her table that feels Demir, she'll keep pressing it like she was normal because I think that Road is a overtly paranoid human being. Makes sense. Yep. And she's she's just waiting for the test to come to prove that she's not Demir anymore because someone here knows, right? And so she needs to make sure that when the test comes or if it ever happens that she passes with flying colors. So the first week is going to be completely normal. Good. That seems like a good plan. Okay, cool. Um all right. So yeah, I think we we see you settle into we see you settle into your life. And, uh, you know, there, there is this, it is, it is kind of like time is sort of sped up, but we get these, these moments throughout the day of, of like reestablishing that, that this is already your life. You just are a, a part of it. And so, yeah, people will stop by your desk and chat. You know, you, you have, uh, you have lunch in the, the like break room. Everybody's like gossiping about the, the guild summit. And it's, it's like, again, if we didn't know better, it would be like, this is, this is actually the life that you built for yourself. Um, you know, people talk to you about events they remember you being at, right? You get a like, hey, it was really nice seeing you at the at the party last weekend. And you're like, yes, I read about this party. I supposedly uh, encountered the actual party was just a bunch of people getting kidnapped and brainwashed and thinking they were at a party, but they don't know that. And they they like, thank you. Somebody thanks you for like the thoughtful gift that you bought for their kids like second birthday party, which you definitely didn't do. Um, but yeah, in, by all indications, Road has just been inserted into this new life seamlessly. Nothing happens throughout the day that indicates to you that you have something to be afraid of. You have all these like coworkers now. Everything's cool. Um, and so I think we 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 go out to to break on that. What's the what's the shot, right? Is it Road like looking comfortable in this new life, or do we get a hint of Road being like, "This is weird and I don't like it"? Like I'll let you I'll let you kind of close the close the scene. Katie May, what do you what do you think we see last before we? Um, I think I think I think the scene is Road getting lunch for her friends. Mm-hmm. I think that like New Road is very generous, very sweet, very kind, very loving, good friend. Um, and I think the shot we see the minute that Road forgets, I think she just lets herself forget that this isn't real. And I think oh, she yeah. has like someone tells a shitty joke. Someone tells a joke that regular road would not indulge for a moment. And it's like, yeah, it's like some see, corny, like, like throw her head back and laugh. Yeah. Some corny, somebody makes a yeah, corny joke a about their husband or something. And you're just like, ah, ha, 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 being married. What a life. And like, yeah, I love, I love that idea of, yeah, you, you forget for a moment where you, you're just like, it's a legitimate emotional response to a completely engineered situation chilling yeah i love it excellent great cool <laughs> and we so we we fade out on a poster in the break room of like a dragon hanging from like a phone wire like and it's just hanging there baby on it Ooh. and we and we yeah good. we fade we fade to a very ominous good feelings break uh cool all right we're gonna take a break here when we come back uh i want to check in on torgor and see what our our favorite maybe former loot playing minotaur uh is up to Uh, let's see for how long but yes (laughs) (laughs) excellent all right stick around we'll be right back with more jace beller and must die right after this 